Hey, honeys, welcome back to the podcast here. I'm your host and question mark of a person, Heather Dodvin. Today we are talking about perfectionism. And let me tell you, I was already feeling personally attacked when I was doing the research on this topic. I will admit that I am a perfectionist, and looking back, I have been one for as long as I can remember. Honestly, I'm doing this topic this week because that's part of the reason why last week's episode was so delayed. I'm so critical of myself that not only just about one thing, but basically over everything that I am and that I do. That's just one reason why I didn't start this podcast for the longest time ever. I want it to be absolutely perfect, like the editing, the sound, my voice, the way that I talk, just all of it. And last week, I was being an extra perfectionist with everything about last week's episode, especially with the editing part, because I think I took about 20 extra minutes on parts I was stumbling and didn't like what I was saying and all that stuff. So that was the big holdup. I am working on the perfectionist thing, even though that is so much easier to say than to do. And I'll be the first one to admit that out of everybody. When I first decided to go through with following my dreams of doing this podcast, I knew that wasn't going to be perfect, but it would be me and that would be doing the best that I can do. And like I always do, just doing the best I can do. And that's all we can all do after all, right? This episode, not just about covering a topic, But also, I figured that this topic would be therapeutic to not just me, but for anybody else who needs to hear about this topic, period. It is important to know that there is a difference between high achievers and perfectionists. While high achievers take pride in their accomplishment and tends to be supportive of others, meanwhile, perfectionists tend to spot tiny mistakes, even the littlest teeny teeny bit, and finds imperfections in everything that they do. So what is perfectionism? In psychology, perfectionism is a broad personality trait characterized by a person's concern with striving flawlessness and perfection and is accompanied by critical evaluations. The definition of perfectionism is the refusal to accept any standard of perfection. So what does it mean to be a perfectionist? The three characteristics are 1. A person who strives for or demands the highest standards of excellence in work and in other areas of their lives. Two, a person who believes in the doctrine of perfectionism. And number three, of or relating to perfectionism. Basically, people with perfectionism hold themselves to impossibly high standards. Yeah, we do. They think that whatever they do is never good enough. Facts. Perfectionism isn't all bad, though. People with this tendency often has a very different way of assessing situations, which is tied to a greater well-being. Perfectionism is only bad when it impacts your life negatively. A lot of people mistakenly believe that perfectionism is a healthy motivator, but that is not always the case though. Perfectionism can make someone feel unhappy with their lives. It can even lead to depression, anxiety, eating disorders, and self-harm. Eventually, it could also lead someone to stop trying to succeed. Mild cases can interview with your quality of life, affecting your personal relationships, education, work, or other activities that one may have once loved to do. Perfectionism can affect absolutely anyone at any age and at any time. Ultimately, one could be driven to be overachievers and lead to an obsession with success. It can interfere with the ability to achieve it. The traits of perfectionism and how to identify them and some of the perfectionism are, number one, they are perfectionists in all things. This is where one wants to be perfect at everything and in anything. This is where one wants to be perfect at everything and anything. Number two, they're either an all-in or all-out person. 
This is where one is either in something all the way or in nothing at all. They crave approval. Number three, they crave approval. This is where one may desire or needs approval of others, no matter whom it is. Number four, feedback makes them offensive. Perfectionists have a hard time distinguishing between a cruel comment, a joke, and one intended to help oneself to improve. Number five, they're highly critical of others. If one feels that you have to be the best all the time, one may resort to tearing down others to make themselves feel evaluated. Number six, they are a big procrastinator, which I didn't realize this was one of them. But anyway, one of the core aspects of harmful perfectionism is a fear of failure. And many people, this fear manifests in avoidance behavior, such as procrastination. If you don't do the task, you can't fail at it, right? Number seven, failing pushed by fear. Perfectionist tends to be pushed by fear, a fear of anything less than a perfectly met goal that has zero results. Number eight, they're full of guilt. If one feels that they have to be your best all the time, no matter what, any mistake, no matter how small it may be, it could seem like a significant failure. Number nine, having unrealistic standards. Perfectionists set high goals that may not be reasonable and that are even out of their reach. Number 10, they only focus on results. Perfectionists only sees the goal and nothing else. They are so concerned with hitting their goals perfectly and avoiding failure that they can not enjoy the process of growing and striving. Number 11, they feel and seem depressed by unmet goals. Perfectionists are often less happy than high achievers are. While high achievers are able to bounce back fairly easily and quickly from disappointment, perfectionists tend to beat themselves up and wallow in their negative feelings when their high expectation goes unmet. They struggle to move on when things do not work out the way that they would have hoped would happen. I have honestly have had every single one of these traits at some point in my life, and honestly, I still have at least four of these traits of these 11 that I am currently aware of. A desire to achieve to be the best can be healthy. However, an irrational desire to always be the best can cause symptoms of perfection. However, an irrational desire to always be the best can cause symptoms of perfectionism. Symptoms of perfectionism are, number one, feeling like you feel at everything that you try and do. Number two, Procrastinating regularly. One may resist in starting a task because they are afraid that they will be unable to complete it perfectly. That, that one really sounds like me the most. Number three, struggles to relax and share your thoughts and feelings. Number four, becomes obsessed with rules, list, work, or alternately becomes extremely uninterested. What causes perfectionism? Well, perfectionism's cause is never always clear cut. It's often a learned behavior. People with perfectionism believe that they're valuable only because of what they achieve or what they do for others. Academic settings are one of many examples of what could bring out perfectionisms in oneself. Other examples of what could cause perfectionism are a fear of judgment or disapproval from others. Early childhood experiences such as having parents unrealistically high expectations. Having a mental condition associated with perfectionist tendencies, such as OCD, which is short for obsessive compulsive disorder, poor self-esteem, feelings of inadequacy, a need for control, and tying self-worth to achievements. I have been thinking and doing a lot of soul searching on what could have caused my perfectionisms, and I have a couple of different reasonings for what it could be caused from. 
I believe that could have been from all the harsh and cruel bullying that I have received during my school years and wanting to be perfect for my family. And I'm about to explain this to you. Having two severely autistic brothers who are both mentally and emotionally are on a three to eight year old level and always have been is very, very difficult for a family as a whole. I guess this simplifies my reasoning is that I always wanted to be the perfect one in my family to try to balance out the toughness and difficultness by not being the problem child and doing everything that is right and perfectly. I think that my perfectionism had been escalating for years without me ever really paying attention to it, but I have been working on myself, doing the spiritual journey type of thing, and will continue on working on myself because, you know, we all have stuff to work on. I don't care who you are and how perfect you are, and there's no such thing as perfect. I hope that message gets crossed from this episode. We'll see. There are three types of perfectionism. They are, one, socially prescribed perfectionist, two, other-oriented perfectionist, And number three, self-oriented perfectionist. Socially prescribed perfectionists are very self-critical. They feel immense pressure to be the best and worry that others will reject them. Other-oriented perfectionists are perfectionists whom are other-oriented as in they hold others to high standards and can be critical and judgmental and can leave destruction in their wake. Self-oriented perfectionists are organized and wishes to do what is right, especially to do one's work or duty well and thoroughly. They set high standards for themselves in their lives and are able to go after their goals. High self-oriented perfectionism is generally associated with the most adaptive traits correlated with greater productivity and success, including resourcefulness and assertiveness. They show high rates of positive emotion and motivation. There are some ways to overcome perfectionism. If you or someone that you know is a perfectionist and would like to reduce some of its negative impact for your life, then there are some strategies that you could try and do for yourself that includes creating an environment where you feel accepted, engaging positive self-talk, not comparing yourself to others, practicing mindfulness to help you learn how to focus on the present without worrying as much as about the past or future, focusing on the positives, Allowing yourself to make mistakes. Set more reasonable goals. Cut out negative influences. Learn how to receive criticism. Try to recognize healthy criticism. It can be helpful and can be normal because it can allow us to do better and maybe even be better. Focus on meaning over perfection. Try to shift your focus on finding meaning in what you are doing rather than trying to do it perfectly. Become more aware of your tendencies. Take some time to pause and pay attention to your thought patterns around perfectionism. Use a technique for cognitive behavioral therapy, also known as CBT for short, such as challenging negative thoughts. And lower the pressure that you put on yourself. Be kind to yourself and practice self-acceptance by lowering unrealistic standards that you set for yourself. Now that I've personally been attacked, I hope that this segment was just a therapeutic to you, just like it was for me. So one quick announcement before we part. So I'm postponing the Q&A for a while, especially since I can't do it without any questions, if that makes sense. Besides, I already planned another topic in its place anyways, and it'll more make sense to do next week's topic that I'm planning instead of like a Q&A. So... Just be mindful that I do have a plan for certain things and like I will change it if it doesn't make sense. So yeah, anyways, as always, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and tell your favorite stranger about the podcast. You can always interact with the podcast and other listeners anytime on any of our social medias. 
You can converse and follow the podcast on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook at Life is a Question Mark. You can also follow myself on my own personal TikTok and Instagram at Misty's World 2022. There is also a link tree on each of these social medias for both the podcast and my own personal social media so that you can locate us better. The podcast also has a website now that is also located in our link tree. You can also show your support to the podcast by donating anything to help the podcast grow, no matter how big or small it is. You can donate through the PayPal link that is in every episode's show note, through the podcast website, or through Venmo that is on our link tree. All proceeds go directly towards the podcast, not all towards my personal life in case that's what you're all worried about. I am not that type of person. I could never be that type of person. And every time you make a donation, like it doesn't have to be one donation, it could be multiple to the podcast, you'll get a very special shout out on a podcast episode. So let's say you make two or three different donations. You'll get two or three different shout outs for the next two or three different episodes, if that makes sense. Instead of signing off with a quote or saying this week, I'm going to do something a little different. I'm leaving you with three dedication songs that I am dedicating to you all. The first one is Perfect by Pink. The second one is Nobody's Perfect by Hannah Montana. Who now goes by Miley Cyrus? And number three is Born This Way by Lady Gaga. So have a great week, guys, and talk to you all next week.